Hi, I'm Josh, and you're listening to the Chanterant Podcast. Thank you so much for being one of the six. Today, we have a great show. We have uh, a little bit of news, a little bit of voicemail rivalry, and a nice interview with Brad from Seven Nations, one of our new friends. So we appreciate you listening. Feel free to drop us a like or give us a review on iTunes, and I hope you enjoy the show. Josh, you know what pisses me off? What is that, Andy? Nobody ever invites me to play in a fucking world touring goddamn rock and roll Celtic pipe goddamn thing. Um, no, I suppose they really don't. Are you talking about playing pipes in a pipes touring, in like a, rock, like a touring Celtic, Celtic rock, rock band? You know what I mean? That would be fucking awesome. You're telling me? Yeah, I mean, I think that that would be something. That'd be something that it's on my bucket list. I Imagine the poontang in a band like that, dude. You gotta, you must pull so many chicks <sighs> playing playing bagpipes in a traveling Celtic rock band. Like, don't get me wrong, they're probably all three hundred pounds, well over forty five years old. <laughs> forty five years old and three hundred pounds. But that's actually, you know, I mean, that'll be inside your age range here in a couple couple more years, buddy. As the great Spinal Tap once said, "More cushion for the pushing." Yeah, absolutely. You know, so hey, you know, this is what we do. <laughs> I don't know if it's what we do, yeah, but it's what go. I want to do. That's what I was going to want to do. Um, <laughs> hello, uh, I'm Josh. This is the Chain Rant Podcast. With me, as always, is my good friend. That's me. Whose name is Andy. Yes. And <laughs> he's currently checking his Tinder on his phone. Um, this is the uh, world's worst backpiping podcast, as a matter of fact. I think we've reiterated it, proven it, and it is now a scientific fact multiple times over. So, if you are you know, per chance of a more sensitive listening variety. Uh, this might not be the show for you. And we're going to give you five seconds to go listen to anything else. You can go listen to uh, Rab's show. You can listen to all six episodes of Grace Note Vortex in a row. <laughs> Don't worry, they're not going to make any new ones. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll give you yeah, plenty we'll give you of time a, to catch up on that. Give you five seconds to go realize you don't want to do that. Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! Yeah, thank God we play bagpipes and yeah. we don't sing for a living. Jesus Christ, we prove that every year at the concert, don't we? <laughs> every fucking year. <clears throat> so yeah, um, I think that's a good point. I mean. I've uh, played pipes in pipe bands for a long time. I played pipe solo for a long time, mm -hmm. but realistically, mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to me. Like whenever I see uh, kind of like rock groups, especially some like the touring groups that have bagpipes integrated into that, how do you do that? How do you get that gig? Well, you know, ironically enough, Josh, we're going to find out today how, we're gonna find how out one today. gets that gig. Today on the show. We are going to find oh out. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Let's yeah. tease that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's tease that a little bit. <laughs> um, yes, actually, later on in the show, we have a 
Oh, sorry. I almost threw up from Old Smuggler. Oh, fucking God, shit. we got to stop drinking that Old Smuggler. Uh, we have a very special guest, Brad, from Seven Nations. Yeah. An incredibly awesome band that was recently here. And yeah. we uh, I mean, hung, hung <clears throat> out with him. We commiserated over our hatred of yellow flashes. Yeah, we did. And he... Uh, we found a brother in the hatred of yellow flashes. Yeah, he's a, he's a fan of the show, which is hilarious to me that someone that is actually successful is a fan of the show. It's mind-boggling to uh, me. Uh, it puts it right in a boggle. <clears throat> we actually have a couple people in the grade one world or pro level that are actually like the show. It's it's shocking. I bet they wouldn't say it publicly, though. No, they will yeah, not. Yeah, there's no way in hell. No, no, no. no. They'll yeah. get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> But for those of you out there that are one of the six, um, thank you. You don't have to. You don't have. You can be a secret one of the six. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. We can be that thing you hide from everyone, like your Batman costume you jerk off in, or <laughs> that collection of '80s aerobics DVDs featuring Richard Simmons that you occasionally watch, just a little too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll be we'll be your secret. <laughs> we'll be we'll be the chain of rent. Will be the thing hiding in your sock drawer. <laughs> Absolutely. But before we get into any of that good stuff, um, I guess we have some voicemails. We have some. We have some more messages. We have a message this week, do we? Excuse me. Hold on. And this is from uh, one of our <clears throat> past guests. I just want to be clear about this before we go in. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a guest on. But um, if if we sound very drunk right now, early on in the show, but sound less drunk later on in the show, I just want you guys to understand. You're ruining this is the magic here. Not live. <laughs> You're ruining we, the magic. We had this experience last podcast. week where everybody was very confused by the level of drunkness as it changed and went back and forth. So don't, don't fucking don't don't read too much into it, kid. It's not. It's don't not read too much into it. Just yeah. just trust us. We know God what we're doing. Damn, showbiz guys. Like, you think we don't edit? All right. So our first voicemail. We have to, our, cut, out, we have to cut out 45 minutes of Andy taking a piss. <laughs> I might leave that in. Just, just leave it in. Fucking funny. Just put it as the as the Easter egg at the very end. Yeah. Just yeah. me. Pissing. I mean, we don't do Easter <laughs> and eggs. Just singing. What are we? Uh, oh wait. What, what are we, a Marvel movie? <laughs> if you've missed any of them, go back and listen to some of our older shows. You might have missed something. You might have missed some Easter eggs. So anyway, we have a voicemail that, uh, in response to last week's voicemail, actually. Oh my goodness, this is in response to Fast Eddie. Yes, we do. All right. So we're, this is, this is, uh, and this th- so good. this is one of our former guests. Who was this? Former guest. This is our friend Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Uh, Kelly was very popular on the show. Also actually. known as Meatloaf Thighs. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was fast idea. You kind of dug yourself in a trench on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. People are, well, she's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're about to find we're out. We're about to what, find out how she feels about it. But she's let's, not happy. Let's yeah. find out what Kelly has to say about that. Here we go. Well, hello, boys. This is Kelly. I hope all is well with you today. I, uh, I listened to last week's episode, and I was wondering if I could drop a few words in with regard to Mr. Fast Eddie, who had some interesting things to say about me personally so i just wanted to tell him you know thanks first of all for calling in and contributing to chanaran and i'm very flattered by his stalking abilities because he found a three-year-old photo of me and my meatloaf thighs uh, and that was kind of impressive um but you know my husband particularly loved the indecent proposal that he made and uh all i can say is he will see your 10 inches and raise you two more my friend and as a bonus, uh, my husband's employed and not a drummer. So that's, that that's some good news. I did find your photo, though. I did some stalking myself. And uh, I will send you the number of a great reconstructive dentist that takes Medicaid. So we can get you all fixed up. In the meantime, do me a favor and send a video of yourself playing pipes in public so the guys can use you as an example of what not to do. 
<laughs> now, I mean, I'm able to make it to South Carolina, but I'd really love you to come to Vegas. You're, you're more than welcome. I'm sure the guys would love it, too. Uh, clearly, what we need is one more big dick, smart ass, grammatically challenged drummer who thinks he's a piper. <laughs> so that's all I've got to say. Peace out. Do you think she was? Do you think she might have been a little cross uh, at fast? It's a little bit of bitterness going on. A little bit of there. bitterness. I mean, but I thought, did you I, notice at the end she said one more big dick? One so more big dick. She must be referring to us. She must assume that we have big dicks. You think she's referring to us? I'm, it must be, right? I mean, who else? But I'm, she can't be talking about Arizona because we all know Cahill has a small penis. Yes, of so course. So in yeah, Arizona, they grow them small, but, um, you know, yeah. that's, you know, whatever. But Well, you know, Kale's was originally a lot longer. He just lost it all in that tragic, tragic accident. The one in Thailand that he's yeah, still in? Yeah, the one in Thailand. Yeah. And let me tell you what. That is why you don't get a blowjob from someone who's on a slippery floor. <laughs> Or one who's questionably a man or a woman while you're... Sharp teeth. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you know, Kelly, uh, she was responding to Fast Eddie. If you did not hear that, uh, Fast Eddie brought it hard and brought it long. And, um, well, as hard and long as he can muster, I suppose. <laughs> apparently. But uh, I look forward to hearing Fast Eddie's response. Um, he actually sent in a voicemail, and I, I, he sent in a he couple, sent in a couple more, things yeah. actually. But they weren't and, funny, so we're not going to play them. Yeah, no. He he. You know, his first week was funny, and his he first dropped week off. was gold. And then uh, you know, so he Fast Eddie, off. you know, get get your fucking shit together. Yeah, bro. man. Like try to be clever, you know, at least. Um, but you know, Kelly responded, and we appreciate that. Yeah. And, so uh, apparently, this is supposed to be the show for these two to duke it out. <laughs> They're just going to keep going back and forth. That would be great. <laughs> It'll be an interesting rivalry. But it's all good stuff, I guess. Moving, moving on from that, if you guys uh, want to send us any voicemails that we can potentially play on it, or, I mean, you can send us ones that we won't play, too. Just, you know, just please let us know explicitly not to play them. Uh, I think if the Dirtbag Olympics taught us anything, that anonymity is sometimes best. Watch out for that. <laughs> you doing all right over there? Yeah, I'm doing all right. That fucking old smuggler. Oh, my God. Ugh, Josh, it's going. usually it's me banging into the mic stand, it's but going this through time me. Josh. <laughs> it's going through me. Um, oh yeah, so if you have any uh, messages you want to send in, you can send us. Oh. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> Couldn't get any better time oh, than that. Karma, oh, karma, motherfucker. For fuck's sake. You're uh, in my world now, bitch. Uh, um, so if you have any, what was I even doing? If you have any messages you'd like to send to us, this is going to be the point where they're like, why were you guys so drunk at the beginning? <laughs> and why are you so drunk at the beginning? Uh, uh, if you have any messages you want to send to us, please just go ahead and send them to Facebook or send them to us at chanterrant at gmail.com. That's chanterrant at gmail.com. We will listen to all of them. We will play maybe some of them or maybe none of them. And uh, who knows? You may get famous on the radio. Or podcasts, or EO, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. it is we do yeah. on the internet, I suppose. But moving so, on, um, we're going to bring you just a little bit of news. Today in Pipe Band News yeah. by Chatteran Podcast. No, um, so I want to start off with uh, this. Let's see, this is going to come out um, next week, so it'll be almost two weekends. Labor Day. Let's just well, say Memorial Day weekend. If all goes well, it'll come out tomorrow. Okay, perfect. So it'll come out on Tuesday. So Memorial Correct. Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so Memorial Day weekend uh, was last weekend, which featured the Costa Mesa Highland Games. Which is, quote-unquote, a major in the West Coast. It's not an official major because well, we don't there, really have that sort of thing. But there are no official majors. No, but basically everybody tries to go to Costa Mesa. There's, like, more or less three majors in, in the West Coast United States. And for us, like, the definition of one of our, like, pseudo-majors is whether or not higher-grade bands go. More or less. That's correct. Yep. So if you get a grade two, if you get a grade one, 
Uh, if you get multiples, that's even better. If you don't have to pay them fucking ten grand to come down and play, that's even better. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's so that's kind of our how we do the closest thing we can muster to a major <laughs> on the west coast of the United States. And the Coast Mesa Highland Games, I unfortunately did not make it this year. No, neither did I. I had to fucking make money for I was, a living. I was supposed to be there, but also had to make money. But, um, yeah, Costa Mesa, which is in Southern California, for those of you outside the general Southern California area who it's, have no idea where the fuck that is. It's the sunny part of the United <laughs> States with pretty girls. Yeah, it's Orange County, L.A., yeah. basically. So, um, yeah, they had a fairly reasonably sized games there, as they usually do. Yeah, and, um, and it's, a good, it's a good crack. Like, I've, I usually, I try to go almost every year. I didn't go this year. Um, it's just a great, it's a great event, really. I mean, it's fun. I like that part of the country. I like going to visit California and put my feet in the ocean and getting drunk on the beach. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, the real the real trick, I wish they'd make the contests like Saturday only for some of the bands. That'd be great. Just, like so go Saturday only and then just fuck off on Sunday Go to the ham beach. Saturday yeah. night and just, yeah, absolutely. Not a bad idea. <clears throat> they really should reconsider the way these things work. Do like everything. two-day events. <laughs> yeah. Well, <sighs> and, like, I know why we do it. Like, for example, uh, like a lot of it is you want to have pipe bands playing both days for the general public, for the people that come in. Mm-hmm. So that they have stuff to watch. Um, that's kind of how it works. We can, we can, Correct. It's funny. That reminds me of a Facebook post that we could potentially get into, maybe not get into. I know we we're kind of, you know, we had a long show planned with Brad. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them <laughs> off. You'll, you'll listen for two you'll hours. You'll listen either you way, motherfuckers. Uh, um, <laughs> hashtag two-hour podcast. No. But, uh, yeah, Costa Mesa is a lot of fun. Um, I have spent several weekends uh, drunk, passed out in the sun at these games. And uh, they're put on by great people. And a lot of bands did pretty well that we know. Um, I guess L.A. won grade two. Yeah, so in the big news, the first time since uh, L.A. Scots went down to grade two, they competed. Which is interesting because they were grade one before the premier United States pipe band, as Ken Mish likes to say. Well, premier... It's a word that's thrown around a lot, but okay. Well, hey, you know, we use it, too. We're the premier Las Vegas pipe band. Or, yeah, sure. Yeah. We're the premier pipe band. Because <laughs> there's nobody else. We're so. the premier pipe band hey, of Southern Nevada. Technically, you're right, but yeah. either way. But the LA Scots won both MSR and Medley, which is nice. Um, that is good. How many how many competitors? Do you know how many were in grade two? Uh, I only, I don't know, to be honest. I only see the three listed at, in the results, but there could have been more. I so know. they had a 33% chance of winning. Yeah. But um, that's good for them, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what their kind of morale is after being moved. Well, I'm down. curious actually. That I was going to talk about that a little bit because it's. I personally think they're doing the right thing, in my opinion, by going sense. going down from grade one. Like yeah. they were struggling a bit, and in my opinion, like let's let's drop down a grade. Let's re. Let's get it back together yeah. and fucking work our way back up. I tried to do that in the Las Vegas band five, six, seven, eight years ago, and fucking everybody lost their mind Dude, when I went no. down to grade five. Like Brad was, well, okay, time sink. Yeah. <laughs> Brad will talk about this later. No, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to bring us down to grade five to like start over, and fucking everybody lost their goddamn minds because their egos were so fucking big. But in my opinion, what the LA Scots are doing is right. Let's cool. let's bring it down. Let's re let's get our numbers back together. Let's get our shit back together, and then we'll go back up. Well, and the great thing about the like when we did grade five, like the thing that really made it work was we had absolutely perfect leadership. I mean, perfect pipe majorship. Pipe <laughs> Which was who? No, that would have been me. Oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. That would have been me. But, God, uh, it was, it was brilliant. 
Brilliant you let shit. Josh run something, and fucking he's, you all of a Josh, sudden he's a goddamn You genius. let Josh run something, and all of a sudden we win awards. <laughs> I don't know, all of a sudden we win medals. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's a good point. You want to take over the band now? Fuck no. <laughs> Should I pass it off to you? <laughs> God, no. Oh, God, I couldn't even imagine. Oh, but I'd so, kill everybody. Um, so anyway, interesting. In grade two, the L.A. Scots won uh, both, both sets. Um, Which is great. Um, yeah. I will. Another interesting thing. Uh, someone, a, a band that I know and I like, mm-hmm. uh, did something that I've always wanted to do. So What's I can't. That? I can't say they stole my idea because even though I've talked about it, I've never had the bandwidth to actually do it. So I feel like I just kind of put that idea out there and they ran with it. Okay. Who's, what's this? I was. I've always talked about when we travel to events and we're not playing. Like we're done playing, streaming the rest of it, just like Rab does. Mm-hmm. Just like Rab does mm-hmm. over overseas. Cause like you know you're there anyway. You can just right. sit and drink. Like set the fucking phone on a tripod. Why not? Drink and stream. And fucking Phoenix did it, and it was brilliant. Like it was all good. Everyone got to watch all the bands play. Like I mean, I know there's I know there's debate as to whether or not you should stream these kinds of events. But fuck, I was glad. I was glad to be able to watch it. Yeah, no, they they at least all the great threes. I didn't catch all everything they streamed, but they. They did stream a lot of the events, which is cool. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to our friends at the Phoenix Pipe Band for uh, letting the rest of us watch the show. I mean, I thought that was really awesome of them to do for sure. Yeah. God, God knows whose uh, data that fucking chewed <laughs> up on their cell phone. Hey, data's free nowadays. It's yeah. all fucking the same. But, <clears throat> but um, it's only free because the government wants it to be, man. Shut up, you. Our friends in Phoenix, they also uh, did pretty well over the weekend. They got a third and a second overall. Nice. And they're good friends of ours. Unfortunately, <clears throat> Cahill plays for them and not yeah, the name Bandit Show might be named. Yeah. But uh, he did. He wasn't playing this weekend. He was out he of was town. Still, he's still That's in, actually probably why they did so well. He's still in Thailand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's still <clears throat> in Thailand getting, uh, you know. You know, they actually got a second place, so maybe that's why. Cahill wasn't there to fuck it up. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that, do you think the secret, and I know this is probably a more philosophical question. Okay, I'm listening. But do you think the secret to success in like a grade three is not having Cahill in your band? Hmm. Because I know since, he's, since he hasn't been on the show, our numbers have only gone up. I mean. What would Sho- Socrates say about this? Socrates? Yeah. He probably has a, there's probably a philosophy about not having Cahill around philosophy of, of no cahill yeah. Yeah. yeah there's there's gotta be a thing there's a fortune cookie it's like <laughs> the, a band without cahill will enjoy many victories <laughs> exactly i can't wait for him to come back from thailand and listen to these last four episodes of us bashing him and <laughs> just hammer us and then tr- and then try to come back to cahill's corner it'll be great yeah so yeah shout out to everybody that uh competed at the Costa Mesa Highland Games. Um, if your band did well and we didn't mention you, it's probably because we don't know you or don't like you, so fucking suck it up. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. not the end of the world. Do something interesting and then yeah. we'll pay attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not a news show. We're not We're not fucking Big Rab show. And right. We're not Grace Note Vortex because we kept going to episode seven. Yeah, because we actually did do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what other uh, news we have to talk about? I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, realistically, uh, Chain Rant, Chain Rant Podcast actually um, broke, what was it, 7,500? Something like that, seventy-eight, seventy-eight hundred. Almost, we're almost at eight thousand. So, if you're listening at home, if you're one of the six, um, you know, invite a friend that listen that likes bagpiping (laughs) stuff to listen to the show, or invite them to like the page. I don't know. Or if they like nonsense, that's also. Man, I tell you what, I've had a couple people that are not in pipe bands text me recently that they've been listening to the show, and I have no fucking earthly idea why. I have numerous friends that are not pipe band people that listen. I I assume it's just because of the toilet humor. Yeah, I mean, th- none of this is original or clever or... We just repeat 
It's just shit consistent. We've yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's consistently stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So either way, whatever, whatever reason you like it, we would have we, we would have named it. the show consistently stupid, but it was already taken. <laughs> Next time we'll next time we'll name the show Bullshit Vortex. <laughs> it's a good heavy metal band name. Yeah. Bullshit Vortex. Oh. So Fusco. So let's do a time warp. We're not gonna wait. Where are we time warping to? Uh, I just want to talk about another piece of news. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk. Well, you don't have to time warp for that. Well, if if you're really clever, you'll catch on to the okay, why this okay, is a time gotcha. warp. So anyway, the uh, the other news is that. Which is interesting to me. The reason I'm bringing it up is that a band in Canada is calling it quits for the year. So as a band that's done that, we did that this year. Yeah. I just like to point this out that these things happen at a higher level. So a grade two band who uh, called Dartmouth and District out of Nova Scotia has called it quits for the year. They also have level, uh, I think a grade three and a grade four or whatever it is. Um, but their grade two level has called it quits for the year. So, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because their pipe major is Scott Long, who was a former piper with seven nations. He used to play oh. with them for a long time. And that, that later in. on in the show, yeah. we're going to have Brad, who's that also ties into so, our seven nations yeah. interview. So, but it's just interesting to me that another, you know, sometimes bands struggle with whatever, whatever it is, you know, numbers. And it seems to be a numbers thing for them. I have um, a question about the grades. Um, so in, in Canadian pipe band associations, which I assume are slightly less useless than American ones, <laughs> do they, is the grading system similar to ours because i know like when we wow. were when we went over to play the worlds there's yeah. actually a 4a 4b a 3a and a 3b mm-hmm. now i don't imagine canadians have enough bands to have like a uh you know to separate that they but don't yeah do they just call grade three three a three a a long <laughs> way to go for that joke <laughs> wow <laughs> jesus christ oh, we're not gonna lo- cut that one long out. setup no we'll yeah. go for that hold on we'll leave it hold on i got something for you clang so- clang <laughs> that's how that one fell. that's that's the sound of my joke hitting the fucking bottom of the dustbin hey they can't all be golden <laughs> no you're right they can't but in, in this case they aren't but in that um, case it was just shit brown <laughs> But I appreciate the sentiment, regardless. Um, yeah. So, what, what is the question? <laughs> no, it was, it was just a setup. Yeah. Although I will say this, like, if we had enough bands in America, mm-hmm. we could potentially have 3A, 3B, 4A, 4B. For sure. But yeah, for yeah. us, our 4B is like a grade 5. That's, that's generally correct, yes. And 3B is grade 4. <clears throat> yeah, there's... And 4A is grade 4 still. Yeah, no, that's true. There's... <laughs> I mean, there, you could really narrow it down if you really wanted to, like really pull the grades apart. But then you'd have so few bands playing in each grade that everybody would just win. Wouldn't make any sense yeah. to do that. But also, the problem is that in grade, say, even in grade two in the U.S., the the range is huge from bottom to top, like yeah. to what their actual quality is. So in grade three, it's it's really big. Um, so I don't know. Um, Fuck. It's Isn't just because we have less bands here. Over there, they have so many, they have to split them up. It only makes sense. Oh, you throw a fucking rock, you hit a band hole. <laughs> I mean, they're talking about splitting up grade one potentially into like, op- well, I don't know if they're seriously considering, but people have thrown it out there about splitting grade one into like open or professional level versus a grade one or 1A, 1B, whatever you want to call it. 
so that way the bands at the bottom end don't fucking feel so bad about I getting mean, I trounched, trounched every goddamn week by Field Marshal and the same six bands every week. <laughs> I, th- I thought the plan was to have, I thought the RSBBA's plan was to have just Stuart Little and Richard Parks uh, duke it out in a paintball fight <laughs> in front of everybody yeah, let's to, see, to see who would be the winner of grade one that year. Yeah, that's the way to do it, I guess. And maybe now even um, Chris Armstrong now, because he True, yeah. blew shit up last week yeah, or two weeks fucking, ago, whatever it was. fucking killed it. <clears throat> so it's not all down to two bands now we have to Now we have to put him in the fucking boot of a bus. Fucking Christ. God. Man, we got to figure out. Does he listen gonna... to the show? No. I tried to. Get, I asked him to do an interview, and he has yet to respond. So we're not. We're not that. Uh, if you're if you're out there, uh, pester this guy to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> if you know him, and I know at least one listener that knows him. It's so uh, funny. You are also like I've I've almost gotten over my uh, old smuggler hiccups. You are uh, you're still in it. I'm just. Oh, I'm in it. Yeah. This is we're this, in bad this is the worst. bad form right now. But this is this is a perfect segue to uh, our interview. It is. Now, Seven Nations is a great band. If you have not listened to Seven Nations, one, uh, why the fuck not? And two, like, just go look them up real quick. Put this on pause. Listen to a couple songs and then um, put this back on play. And if you could just, like, repeat this over and over again throughout the day while you're sitting at your office or something, just to get those stats up. Because I know there's only six of you that are listening thousands of times a day. <laughs> that has to be how the numbers are going up. So, yeah, go to, go to give a listen to Seven Nations. But... We are incredibly excited to have Brad on. Um, we met Brad while he was here in Vegas. We did not get to do the show that weekend, unfortunately, but we're going to try to see if he can come back and do the show live. And we have him calling in all the way from fucking Florida, the butthole of America. <laughs> That's for sure. And if you're in Florida... The taint of America, because it's got a penis and a yeah. butthole all in the same state. All, all right next to each other. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you're in Florida and you don't like us shit-talking your state... um. I really don't know what to tell you. You live in Florida. I would suggest start your own podcast well, they and talk can't, shit about actually, us. Actually, no, they, they can't hear this in Florida. They don't have internet there, do they? Oh, apparently not, yeah. as we're about to find yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're very excited for our interview with Brad. And, uh, yeah, I just can't wait to see uh, what it's like to be a piper in a rock band and also a piper in a fairly successful comp- competition band. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Here we go. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the Channerant Podcast, it is our distinct pleasure to welcome a very special guest, the one, the only, Brad from Seven Nations. Clap, damn it. I'm clapping. I thought you were just going to add the applause in later, no? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I got to get applause. I don't know if I'm going to feel safe ever again. (laughs) So, uh, Brad, thanks for joining us today. Um, Now, how, how did you end up hearing about the show? Um, actually, it was actually at the Las Vegas game when we were out there playing. I was uh, hanging out with uh, another pipe band. I know that we really shouldn't be naming pipe bands on here, but <laughs> uh, I made a comment about yellow flashes, and someone said, I have someone to introduce to you, and they brought over Andrew. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and, and he was uh, he was repping for Chain Rant pretty hard at Vegas, because I don't think he was doing anything I else. I had nothing else yeah, to yeah, do. Nothing else so. to do. <laughs> yeah. So I was making friends and farm on or anything. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. He was just drinking all the beer and trying to make fun of people who had the yellow flashes. (laughs) Well, as you do, as you do. Speaking of which, if you're out there listening to the Channel Rand podcast right now and you wear yellow flashes, stop. Yes, please do us all a favor. Yeah. (laughs) No, Brad, you actually told me a story of a band that had yellow flashes, and well, first of all, if you're from Florida, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know a band down there that wears yellow flashes. 
Yeah, uh, coincidentally, actually, my pipe band that I run, I'm the pipe major of, we're getting a lot of members from that band coming into the, into the group now. Oh. Um, so they're, they're a little bit north of us. They're about two hours north of us in the, out of Orlando and stuff. Um, I live in Orlando. They're actually in uh, Jacksonville. I'm not going to mention the name of the band. but uh, That's fine. Pretty yeah. easy but to, but to we do. know they're they're unhappy with the yellow flashes, so they're coming to your band is, is basically Ooh, what Yeah, I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I told everybody. No yellow flashes. So <laughs> what a great recruiting yeah. tool. I never thought of that. Um, yeah. yeah, there you guys go. No yellow flashes. <laughs> Here we're all doing stupid stuff like uh you know, doing open, open, open houses, houses and, yeah, and, and like and, you know, yeah. paid paid advertising. Yeah. I mean, all we gotta do is just make everyone, you know, join the band that shall not be named. Our flashes are black. <laughs> exactly. we, we don't there wear yellow. Well. Yeah. You can't even see them. I remember a time when somebody in the band way back when wanted to have ye- uh, yellow and or red flashes for us. I remember there were it was red flashes with white hose when I started, yes. and it was fucking just awful looking. Oh yeah, well yeah. white hose are awful. Yeah, anyway, white. But yeah, who likes white hose? Sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, <laughs> I prefer my hose black. <laughs> I think they laugh considering the fact that up until probably about the two thousands, no one wore colors socks you know well it's funny because i remember when i started we had the uh it was the white piper hose and then you had the fucking like knit popcorn top that was like Mm -hmm. a separate piece that you like slid over it so ridiculous when i see when i see you want to wear a garter yeah no it really is like (laughs) it it, it, those are essentially the most effective form of birth control ever developed yeah pretty much (laughs) pretty much Back when I was in a pipe band back then, I never I never got laid back then. I wonder if it was the popcorn yeah. tops. It was the popcorn tops and the red flashes with white <laughs> with white hose. The, the, the marketing tool, the marketing tool of the popcorn top was you put it on your doorknob so people knew not to come in, but you never had to use them. So. Yeah, no, no, exactly. nobody. Yeah, what a, what a great idea. I wonder who came up with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like one of those pieces of the uniform you just try to intentionally forget on game day, so then nobody has to wear them. Oops, sorry, pipe yeah, major, I like, forgot. Sorry, mine. guys. <laughs> Oh man, that's the way I feel about the red like pipe major sash. Someone handed me one of those one time, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, this is gonna stay in my house." So. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so this will look great in my fucking closet, never to be, never to be seen yeah. again. Yeah. That was such a thing. Like our band twenty years ago, or whatever. I remember our pipe major at the time used to wear one of those, and he used to wear a sash. He used to wear the red thing that he's talking about. Do you remember that? Didn't he? Didn't before he, your time, no, probably. it was before my time. I do. I do remember him wearing a uh, red speedo. Remember that being a thing? <laughs> Instead of the kilt, yeah. yeah, yeah, he had a red speedo on under his kilt all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a Catholic guilt type situation I'm hearing here. Oh boy, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meet me in my dressing womb after the show. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> so, Brad, let's take it. Take you back in time a little bit. Uh, you're a professional right. piper right now, currently, or at the open yes, level. I am. But tell me, uh, yeah. tell me about yourself. Like, when did you start playing pipes? Well, I learned how to play the scale and grace notes probably when I was about eight years old. And um, I grew up in northern Minnesota. Mm. The closest pipe band was about six hours away. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, eh? (laughs) Yeah. I I work with a ton of Canadians, and it's like I'm talking to my family. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then my accent comes out, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Thanks, guys. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I learned how to do the scale and the, the... the grace notes initially uh, my father bought a set of bagpipes because he wanted to learn and um we ended up moving to florida because he was going to university where we were at and uh, moved to florida 
and I found the pipe band down here, and that's pretty much how my journey started. But I really went hard at it about the age of 10. Which band did you find down there when you first? Uh, it was actually the Rosie O'Grady's, oh, <laughs> the okay. band I run now. Oh, cool. yeah. okay. It's all, it's all come full circle. <laughs> fun fact about, yeah, pretty uh, much. for those yeah. of us, for those of you that are listening that are from overseas, um, fun fact about the United States, Florida is actually the state most shaped like a penis. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Second place, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to both states. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> so you're yeah. in Florida. Um, you're joining. You're joining the band. So did you? Did you you're, do a lot of competition back then? Yeah. Um, up until about, I'd say about sixteen or seventeen, I went really all out as far as the competition circuit goes. Um, did some stuff like Alma. Uh, go up to New York sometimes and uh, the Carolinas and stuff. Never really made it out to the West Coast, but um, yeah, I just I did a lot of my own. That was my own pursuing, trying to become a better player. Um, the band pretty much stayed in grade five, grade four area, and uh, eventually I actually left them and joined a police band of all things. Oh, there your guys you go. Love, oh, sorry, yeah. your guys love a service band. Oh. You know, I really <laughs> respected you up until now. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I guess that's the end of that fucking interview. Let's get somebody else. Right. Yeah. Let's get somebody that knows what they're doing. I'll see, I'll see if Rad's still around. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I was I was 14 years old when I had my first hangover, and I was playing with a police band at the time. Oh, there you go. Wow, yeah. look at that. See, I, I can't yeah. go. I can't go too far into the stories of being a young man playing in the pipe band anymore. My poor my my mom yeah. started listening to the show, and she's just like, "That's what you are up to." <laughs> So, I will say this: uh, I've noticed I've noticed a trend when you talk to people about the in, like intense uh, development and solo portion of their piping career really dropping off yeah. around age seventeen or eighteen, and I bet I could guess why. Yeah, I wonder why that is. <laughs> wonder why that is. Yeah. Well, I have, well, I have two questions for you. Then I discovered tits were a thing. <laughs> yeah, I discovered <laughs> boobs, and then pipes went right out the window. But... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, qu- two questions for you in regards to that: from your, your age ten to sixteen years. Um, at what point between the age of 10 and 16 did you realize that you had a penis and it had a function other than peeing? Well, I'd say hmm, about six months after learning how to play. Oh, okay. see, there you go. So you got your first boner six <laughs> yeah. months after learning how to play. Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. It was, it was a particularly <laughs> good run through their quick mark. There, there's been two things in my piping career that have been constant, boners and piping. <laughs> what about the drinking? Hold on. Wait a yeah, minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I can take or leave the drinking. Okay. All right. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, but so you're okay. So you're 16 and uh, you touched a boob. And the, did you actually fall off? Did you actually have that experience like most pipers do when they, when like Josh did when he was 17? Well, yeah, like once I started getting laid? Well, that was more like 21. Right? <laughs> that was that was like more like two <laughs> <No>. months ago. <laughs> No, but did that happen? Did that happen to you, or were you particularly? Um... Hey, hey, don't knock the eyes. I saved myself until someone would say yes to having sex with me. It was <laughs> oh, a, so yeah. You didn't have our typical experience of half forcing yourself onto something. No, no, no I, I, sa- I saved myself for uh, <laughs> someone wanting to fuck me, which, oh, well, which just took just took you know up until two weeks ago. <laughs> oh God. Herpes. So, anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're gonna get to that, buddy. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll ask you. We'll ask you about your herpes later. Oh no, I said groupies. Oh, you said groupies, not well, yeah, same thing, really. 
<laughs> so you're 16 you can't and um, have one without the other. Did you, were you still <laughs> were you still like really gun ho in the pipes at that point, or did anything change in that time frame? Um, yeah, um, I never really lost focus on being you know a good player. Um, it's just for some reason the solo stuff didn't really resonate with me anymore. And when I was about 18, the band stuff really stopped resonating with me. And I got more interested into the, um, the trad scene, the rock scene, and things like that. Um, I was also, I, I know how to play guitar as well, and I was playing guitar in a, a heavy metal band. Oh, that's stuff, how you so. got laid. Nice. Okay. Yeah, nice. pretty much. <laughs> I know it wasn't, I know it wasn't yeah. the fucking bagpipes. <laughs> you play guitar well, in you a heavy have a metal, metal band. band. You have a metal band, and you pull out the pipe slate for one song, and all of a sudden oh, everyone thinks you're you unique. You know, and then you go back to playing your guitar, and then you get laid. I mean, I've had I've had people ask me before, like, what's the best way to get laid as a bagpiper? And I tell them the same thing every time: learn to play guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty well. <laughs> uh, so, what was the name or of your Mouse drum set? Well, there you go. <laughs> we still need to do a video of a, we do, of a yeah. drum solo we on the will. Mickey Mouse drum set for sure. <laughs> what was the name of your heavy metal band at 18 years old? Oh, it was. Which one was it? Um... I had one that was called Burden, and then another one called Sick Room. Ooh, okay. Sick Room, so, okay, I like that one. And actually, Sick Room, I was uh, I was actually the lead singer for that group. Ooh, I love right, how so. bad I love how bad band names are. Like when you're younger, like <laughs> yeah. like Fusco, what was your first band name? My first and old first the first band <laughs> you were ever in, like that was a rock band because you played drums in a metal band. I did, I did. It was called All right. So, Brad, do you remember the band called DRI? Yeah. All right. They, that would stood for Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. We were big yeah. into those kind of bands that would use those sort of acronyms or whatever. Yeah. So we were called LDB, which stood for Living Dead Beavers. That was my heavy metal band. <laughs> which I still think is the best band name that you've ever had. <laughs> oh, by I, far. You should have gone with the full name. You should have gone with the full name. That's that's awesome. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. We had, we had an Iron Maiden-type mascot. His name was Ned. It was like a, a undead it's beaver. A perfect, yeah, perfect. Who was like half man, half beaver, and he would terrorize the uh, local farmland. And <laughs> Dude, we got it. Which I, half was beaver? I will say this. Oh, the, I, the top half. He was definitely uh, human from the waist down. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he had to have a oh, dick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we had to draw the penis in <laughs> yeah. somewhere. We were like 15, you guys, you guys 15 were, years old. You guys finally managed to uh, find a creative outlet for drawing dicks. That, <laughs> exactly. Uh, an artistic expression. Oh, it was great. It was great. Did you guys have a mascot in your band like every band back, like everybody's no, first band? No, not really. Not really. Um, with the band Sick Room, we actually did this thing where we used Disney characters as like names for the members of the band. Oh my gosh, what was oh your God. Disney and, character name? Yes, we must know. Oh, it was just, um, remember the movie Lilo and Stitch? Yep. yep. So our drummer was uh, 626, I believe, which is Stitch. Okay. And then I was 525, which was some guy that used his voice to like destroy things. Oh, wow. And, um, and none of our songs had actual names. They were all just like sex positions. <laughs> that's fantastic i love this concept i yeah. love it i think my my yeah. my first band that actually like played shows was called emu love fest <laughs> like, emu, it was emu like the bird and like every time we played people thought it was emo love fest emo yeah and it wasn't and like we were like at best maybe like a rock band like we were a rock band but it was all just like fucked up like it was all funny songs like all of our songs are about like Oh, that girl doesn't want to date me, so she's probably a lesbian. Like or, every other sixteen-year-old yeah. ba- guy's song, <laughs> or like I, or like I accidentally, we slammed, were, I accidentally slammed my dick in the toilet seat. Like and we were emo out. before emo was cool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was so funny. People were like, oh, "Next up is emo lo- emo love fest." I'm like, "No, it's emu like the bird." Like, 
we could have made it to warp tour yeah. like why why is that your name like because we said it and we were all high and thought it was funny so that became the name uh, that's the way things go yeah. i wish tight bands would name themselves that way dude I, wouldn't that be yeah. amazing like name them like rock band, like heavy metal bands that'd be so Man, much better when i when i first started learning bagpipes in the uh city of compton chicken and waffles pipe band people thought people thought our name was fake no that was real yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's man. a website and everything. A really yeah. poor all on the website. streets, man. Andy, Andy learned to play in Harlem and District Pipe Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you guys have so much street cred. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what. I have no idea what the actual question was. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, yeah, we, we, went on a tangent. we went on a tangent there. <laughs> but you were so, 18 yeah, playing in a heavy metal bit. band. You he was broke 18, out the pipes now and he again. He discovered boobs. Um, he played pipes every now and then for attention because, you know, all artists are egotistical mm-hmm. and want attention. So mm-hmm. then yeah, continue. Exactly. Um, well, and then um, I actually completely stopped playing. <gasps> Gasp. Uh, for two years. Ooh. Oh, that's not and that bad. I, I fantasize about that uh, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then you, you realize you can't buy whiskey with food stamps, <laughs> so it's not yeah, going to work. This is my job now. What a, I can't quit. This sucks. <laughs> that's literally that's literally what we brought me back to play bands. Was I went out with a friend of mine on uh, St. Patrick's Day, and uh, the band who I play with now, uh, Rosie O'Grady's, they were playing and. I started talking to the pipe major at that time, and he's like, yeah, come down to practice. We do it here. It was maybe about 20 minutes from where I lived, and it put me back into the discipline of things, and um, that's how I ended up pretty much where I'm at now, where I've, I've been able to maintain my, my playing style. Of course, getting with Seven Nations, it's changed everything to where I'm doing all this Cape Bretony type stuff with all these fiddle players, but... Yeah, um, this, I guess that's a good. It's kind of a good transition into one of my questions. So, what was what was this? You know, fortunate series of events that led you to joining Seven Nations. Like, how how did that come about? Yeah, yeah. like what did you do to the previous Piper that created the? <laughs> where is where is he? Actually, buried? we're all good friends, man. We're all good friends. Um, Who was the previous Piper? Actually, was it Scott or was it somebody else? No, um, Scott was gone for a little bit before I came in, and uh, there was this kid named Will McMorrin who, uh, and you actually may have met, or you guys may have met, he played with the Chieftains this past uh, tour that they did. Oh, crap. Really? Uh, so he really? plays guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah, he plays oh, guitar yeah so we probably that. met him. Yeah, we probably talked shit yeah. about him. <laughs> was, he, was, yeah. he the, was he the bald one, the old one, or the ugly one? <laughs> no, no. Oh, he was no, the cunty one. Oh, he's the cunty one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And that Just that actually you. really describes him really well. I have no memory um, of this guy whatsoever. No. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they, no, they, no were, they were nicer than we let on. <laughs> I don't remember anybody well, um, the time. <laughs> I had um I was actually playing with the City Dunedin band. I went over to the Worlds with them in 2012. And um, the guy who was the backup sub piper was a member of that band. A friend of mine for quite a few years we used to compete against each other. And they were planning this tour for Doer's Whiskey. Uh in texas for the release of their highlander honey whiskey which i don't know if i'm allowed to say but i don't drink it let's put it that way um <laughs> <laughs> and uh so they needed uh someone to to fill in for will because he was uh pursuing a degree at that time and it was during school schedule time and that's how i ended up kind of like stepping in learning all the material I literally was given two weeks or like here, here's 25 songs, learn how to play it. And then your first gigs in two weeks. And that was leading into St. Patrick's day. So for anybody in a pipe band, 
that bitches about getting like a new MSR and having six months to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Try try learning 25 songs with other instruments and breaks in two weeks and then come, then come back to us. Here's the thing too, is like with seven nations is I don't find the material is not particularly hard, but it's just, it's arrangements. And I was actually talking to, um, uh, the buddy of your guys is, uh, Aaron Shaw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the first time I met him when he was playing with the Wicked Tinkers and we were talking about, you know, the difference between our bands and he said, it's so much harder doing what you're doing. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it, but I can kind of understand, you know, remembering, you know, okay, now we're going to do two verses and then I'm going to play this little bit for about three seconds. And then I got to hop off and then here's another verse and you know, that kind of thing. Right, goes sure, on. Yeah. But, and luckily I've been doing it for so long that, it, you know, it's basically second nature at this point, And I've had to teach so many different, members that have been sub players since then you know that's really helped i've been able to kind of like take the parts that were done by like scott or will and do my own thing to them now how long have you been in in that band now uh this will be this is my fifth year going on my sixth year okay now i feel like we have to we have to bring up the fact that seven nations was actually the band that got andy to want to learn to play bagpipes that is correct yeah yeah Yeah. so I've been so, following them for a long very time. Cool. So he he's got he's got like just the the most medium fanboy chubby right now. <laughs> <laughs> Although to well, be- I'll, I'll tell you something, Andy. Though it's like the same thing happened for me. They actually started when I was pretty much learning how to play, and they were the first of their kind that I'd ever seen. And that's you know the original Piper Neil. I don't know oh, if you remember oh, him. Yeah, no, I know Neil. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm familiar with him. Yeah. During their. You know, they're early. I learned how to ad lib his way by just listening to their records. And actually, Neil, I was actually playing with his other band just up until recently. Oh, yeah. Um, he oh, asked wow. me to fill in for him with that group. Dude, that guy. Stuff, at a Seven Nation show. Neil fucking, so. what's his last name? Is it Armstrong? Anderson. Anderson, Anderson, yeah. <clears throat> the anti piper, right? That fucking yep. guy. This guy plays pipes like nobody you've ever seen. Like he can ad lib <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. It's like awesome. it's shocking. <laughs> well, <laughs> some might call it makes mistakes. Some maybe, might call maybe, it ad libbing. Like, he did things that just didn't make any sense. Next time, yeah. next time I'm <laughs> in a solo contest and they make a comment, I'm just gonna say I was ad libbing, you prick. <laughs> hey, I, exactly. Chris Armstrong actually said one of the best you, things Brad. in the world. <laughs> Uh, Chris Armstrong actually said something a couple years ago that was pretty good. He's like, I screw up things so bad, I call it composition. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, so I'm hearing, I'm hearing that there's often a need for, uh, you know, sub players, fill in players uh, mm-hmm. for Seven Nations. Andy, you got a, you got a shot here. Oh my God, I would. Be, yeah, there would you be go. Amazing. Uh, Can you learn 25 songs in two weeks? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to be, to be fair, I mean, it's cool to have Brad on and everything, but. In reality, like if Scott was on, then I'd actually no, be chubby. Then I mean, Brad's really, right. yeah, oh, Don't get me wrong; he's cool. Yeah, whatever, yeah, but, yeah. but Scott's my real hero. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on who you're talking to, too. It's you got Scott Long or Scotty Longer. Uh, <laughs> two separate people. So there you go. Oh, that's funny. Oh my goodness. So, um, it's you know, you play pipes for Seven Nations. Uh, it's an amazing band. I saw. I actually saw you guys live uh, for a bit at the games here in Vegas, which I don't normally get to watch the acts, but I tried to make a point of it. Yeah. What is it? What does it feel like when you're like upstage and you're killing it and you're shredding on the bagpipes, and then the fucking singer tries to play also, and then you know just like <laughs> totally throws it off. <laughs> yeah, well, as as if he guys, knows what he's hey, doing. Kirk, why, why do you let that guy hey, play Kirk the pipes? Too. <laughs> well, Kurt, 
you know, I, I love Kirk and all that, and I'm actually trying to get him to play more because um, it just it gives a totally different dynamic to the band. But yeah, he's <laughs> he, he plays at playing, you know, at this point. You know? <laughs> all right, we're gonna quote that one. Put that one out. <laughs> he plays at playing. No, actually, <laughs> back when I first discovered Seven Nations, he was still much more active, kind of like what you guys did. I haven't seen him do that in a while, but I haven't. Yeah, you guys it, never come to Vegas, to be honest. But um, back in the day, when I, I'm from Albany, New York, and they used to play there quite a bit, and he used to play more often yeah. back then, back in the late 90s. Yeah, that's the thing is if he did it more, he would be a great player. I and mean, I've, I've heard stuff from him playing when he was much younger, when yeah. he wasn't doing the guitar or piano. That guy's got so many things going on at the same time while we're on stage that I'm, I'm astounded that he's able to do all the stuff that he actually does. He could, he could I mean, pick one got... instrument per day to practice and still not have <laughs> yeah. enough time. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And he, I mean, he basically runs the band, all the logistics and everything himself, you know, getting us flown oh. out to Vegas, you know, things like that, you know. Oh, he he's the booking agent as well. Yeah, he does, he hey, man, you, you better check need your a band manager because band managers suck. So. <laughs> you better check your account. Yeah. <laughs> we, we actually have we actually have a booking agent as well, uh, this guy named out, uh, based out of London, who I think is actually who got us hired out to play for you guys out there. Oh, yeah, that's um, great, Joe. But, but luckily he's not, uh, you know, in the country. <laughs> he's not a fan of the show. Yeah, it's a good thing he's not listening. I don't think so. Yeah, pretty much. I can guarantee he's not listening. <laughs> so wait. So what you're saying is Kirk discovered that much like Josh's method, that the only way to get laid is to switch over to guitar and stop playing those fucking horseshit pipes. Is that what? Yeah, I mean? just pull the yeah, pipes out. Yeah. The, just pull the pipes yeah. out pull them every out once now and then. Just and then to, you yeah. look cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well. Who's the smart one in this situation, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like really, uh, you know, a bagpipe performance is kind of, having a bagpipe performance or solo is kind of like having a sex swing. Like, it's great to whip it out every now and then, but every day, <laughs> but it's just going to get exhausting. <laughs> like, yeah. Even my ears start to bleed after a while. <laughs> Speaking of sex swings, Brad, uh, okay. tell us about the, uh, what is it like to be a traveling musician in a rock band? I mean, is the... Uh, I mean, you know, let's get to it. The groupie situation. What are we talking about here? Yeah, Fusco, Fusco's going to learn 25 songs if in I two got, weeks. Yeah, I he, need to know what he I'm, wants what I'm to in. know what yeah. he's getting himself into. <laughs> what are the benefits? Well, here? well, a groupie situation. Let's see here. Um, what's a groupie? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is a question yeah, that many philosophers have. Yeah, uh, a groupie is uh, often described as a sexually enthusiastic fan. With herpes, yeah. Uh, At least uh, HPV. Have you, HPV seen, yeah. have you seen Seven Nations fans? Oh boy, have I! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want. I, I, let's talk about enthusiasm here. Uh, it's a lot of nerdy dudes and and let's say yeah. women that possibly put more calories in than they burn off on a regular basis. I feel like that was an attempt to be nice. It was just worse. It was just worse. Than <laughs> just like, they're just saying like, just say fat chicks. Like <laughs> there was one hot chick at the Vegas games that was totally enthralled with seven nations. And then the yeah, rest of them were yeah. Rennies as uh, what's her name says Rennies. Yeah. I, I, I guess, you know, that, that brings up an excellent point. Um, what, what are you guys doing marketing wise to increase the hot chick attendance at seven nations performances i think we've just given up at this point (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like, like have the drummer pop his shirt off or something. Like <laughs> flash a little. Actually, that's true. Flash that's, a little leg. That's a good idea, Josh. I did not see yeah, any yeah. of those guys with their shirts off. That's that's like yeah. that's heavy metal one on one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we don't even cut our sleeves off. I can just show you what we're at now. So there you go. Yeah. Well, everybody gets older, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know, rock and roll, man. It ain't, it ain't for pussies. <laughs> I, you know, what's funny is like when, like hearing you guys talk about Seven Nations and stuff. Is when I'm honestly on stage playing with those guys, I just assume that we're like fucking it up as bad as possible. You know, like we're playing horrible. Oh, and then we come off, and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, oh, that was great, and it's like. Really? Really? Uh, can I go home now? <laughs> <laughs> it's always one of those things where like, you, you have a performance and you're like, oh man, that was kind of rough. I hope it's better next time. And you listen back to it and it's like, oh, oh fuck, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't so bad. Yeah. You know, it, uh, well, that's why I don't listen back, so there you go. <laughs> well, like every musician, you have horrible self-esteem, which is brilliant. Perfect. That's what yeah, makes you yeah, better. That's at what well, do. yeah, yeah. It's your, it's your uh, lack of self-esteem combined with your inherent narcissism that makes you continuously want to be better. Right. Because not only, do yeah. you, not only right. do you think you suck, but you want to see yourself as someone that doesn't suck one day. <laughs> yeah. 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 One day. One day. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I gotta, I gotta say, like that's that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool story. I wish, I wish I played bagpipes in a rock band. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so much easier than the competition scene that we uh, destroy ourselves over every year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, it's it's just it depends on what battle you want to pick, man. It's the same exact thing the way I see it because you know doing the pipe band and doing this stuff, you know, I I have a problem with like with when I'm on the road, it's hard for me to run the pipe band. Um, Luckily, I have a pipe sergeant, and actually have two pipe sergeants that are able to run practices for me. But you know, it's like every week I'm gone, I come back. I'm like, okay, what am I walking into this week? <laughs> what happened last week at practice? So, Dude, and I'm there every week, and I think that when I'm walking in, <laughs> yeah. I go, God, well, well, you're, you're there every week, sometimes twice a week. What have they done with their time off? What? what oh God. <laughs> Okay, they get they're they're finally gonna play their instruments for fifteen minutes tonight. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, oh, great! You guys left practice and went home and just spent seven days slamming your fingers in doors. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't even bother to take your pipes out of your car. Great, awesome. Hey, we just had that experience. We just How did you that. know that? With fucking, I, I'll tell you what, Angel Trump <laughs> just yeah, fucking well, fucked us. <laughs> and he's like, man, my pipes are my pipes are really really hard to play today. And I'm like, well. What's what's changed? What's like, different? Oh, well, I did leave him in my car in the hundred degree heat all fucking day. <laughs> well, I was oh working. man, yeah. And then he is asking, like, what do you think's wrong with my reed? I'll tell you what. Let me <laughs> stick my fist up your yeah. ass, and then we'll discuss it. <laughs> let me let me tell you what's wrong with your reed. You fucking baked it like a goddamn turkey for an entire day. <laughs> oh man, you gotta love that. And and just the con- and the like look of disbelief on their face. We're like, I didn't. What? Did, yeah. I didn't what do you what mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't do that. If it's if it's so hot outside that you can't leave a kid or a puppy in the car, then you probably shouldn't leave your backpacks in the car. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> especially out there in your guys' climate, man, it is so dry out there. It's dry and hot, like the yeah. Seven Nation fans' vaginas. Yeah, pretty much. That's actually a really good description. I'm gonna actually take that to. I'm gonna tell Kirk that. See if we'll get play out there again. Put that on yeah. your website. Like, yeah, we're Seven Nations. We're dry and hot, just like a vagina. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Seven Nations. Our performances will dry you out. Just one word: arid. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so tell us the like. 
your experience, the difference between, you know, being a competition piper and like a, um, you know, uh, what do they call the scene that you're in? Um, Rad uses the term. I can't think of the name. Uh, is it tr- trad well, scene or something like that? Celtic rock. Yeah, there's a trad scene. We're, we're a little bit different than the trad scene. Okay. Uh, that's, that's one thing that we still fight with, with, uh, seven nations is that, you know, uh, pipe in players tend to look at it's kind of like oh there's just this noisy rock band on stage and then you got the trad players that are like what the fuck are they doing with those instruments you know (laughs) um and we don't do like the the long jammy type thing we always joke that you know if kaylee bands on before us it's probably going to be at least three or four hours late before we go on (laughs) so it's like the um, I mean, all spinning around in circles. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been playing the same tune for the past forty-five minutes, but hey, they're all enjoying it. Whatever. Um, hey, the Grateful Dead made a living doing it. So yeah. What the fuck? Well, the so what you're saying is, if you're say, going to go see a Kaylee band, you should drop acid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Bring your own lasers, though. So Channer Rant episode forty. The gang goes to see a Kaylee band on acid. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Write that that'd, down. That'd probably be your most downloaded show, actually. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Or we'd think it was. We wouldn't know until it wore off. <laughs> It'd be like, Rad, hey, we just surpassed you. We got 100,000 likes. Look at that. We got 100,000 downloads. we the but yeah, it was just us refreshing it over and over again for six hours while watching SpongeBob reruns. <laughs> oh God! Actually, my, I'll tell you a funny story about SpongeBob. My uh, son told me a really funny thing. He's he's like comes up to me and he's like, "What is SpongeBob?" And I'm like, "He's well, he's a sponge, but he's not the kind that lives in the sea. He's the one that you use in the sink at home." And he's like, "Oh, so he's basically talking trash." Yeah, like well, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good description yeah. right there. Pretty astute for a six-year-old. So. <laughs> you're trash and you're talking trash in pants, SpongeBob. <laughs> and guess what? Your life will never be the same. It'll just you're always talking trash. God damn it, so. though. Now we're gonna have fucking SpongeBob right into Whispabun trying to get us in trouble. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, I'm not even gonna go into that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're traveling the world. You're pissing off pipe bands. You're. Uh, confusing Kaylee bands across the world. You're, you're drying out female uh, performers. Meanwhile, Fusco and I are standing in the back of the show, starry eyed, loving every moment of it. (laughs) So do you play for the nerds in the back of the audience? Is that really where you get your inspiration from? Like, Oh, there's one nerd out there. That's going to love this shit. That's exactly what I'm thinking every time. Let, let me plow, let me plow through clumsy lover and itchy fingers one more time. Yeah. So I can, Holy fuck! Yeah. Just <laughs> let me play this thing that was overplayed 15 years ago. <laughs> just one more oh, time yeah. for that poor lonely virgin in the back. <laughs> Andy's enjoying it. Look at him; he's got a heart on. <laughs> yeah. he's, you can't see it, but it's there. Yeah, yeah. you can smell it, but you can't yeah, see it. It smells big. <laughs> God. Oh, I don't even want to know. It's not, it's not very long, but it's wide. I actually have a question. I'm curious. <laughs> so does the Rosie O'Grady Highlanders, do they have a, do you guys have an enemy pipe band? Is there like somebody in your hometown that you guys are just fucking hate and like fuck those guys? Not, and, not and can you call them out on air? Yeah, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> not, not particularly. I mean, we deal with what everybody else deals with, with the players when they get to a certain standard um, going off to join the, you know, the, the grade three, the grade two, or the grade one bands that are, you know, calling. Um, That's what you deal with at grade four, grade five levels. Um, Luckily, um, because of our location, I've actually had this past year, like an influx with basically we doubled our membership. Oh, wow. And um, 
so people are coming to me asking me to if they want to play with us, but they got this offer from this grade three band or whatever. And I'm like, I'm my band's not auditioning for you to play, but you're more than welcome to come out. And luckily, you know, we've got such a we got more of a family atmosphere that allows people to feel comfortable bringing. You know, we got a, a piper will bring his six year old son or seven year old son, and he also gets interested. Either drums, you know, fucking drummers. But um, uh, gets interested in drums or pipes, you know, that adds on for later, you know. And, you know, more power to the person if they go on to, like, a, a higher-grade band or they decide that, you know, we, we when we get the younger kids, you always have them going off to college, you know, and um, moving away. A lot of times people in Orlando don't stay in Orlando, um, which I know you guys out there in Vegas have to deal with even more because Vegas is a place where people tend to live. You know, it's yeah, it's visit. interesting. People people come in, they stay for a couple of years, they leave. Um, it's yeah. very rarely to like move up to a higher grade. It's just they just move. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I moved. And I was, I, was work, I was working with that one pipe band out there in uh, Arizona and uh, the grade three band, helping them out. And, you know, some of them were telling me like, yeah, we used to play with the, the band Who Shall Not Be Named. Um, okay. And now they're playing with the grade three band. And, you know, it's just the way things go. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, ch- it chests the ass of the fight major of that previous band, but you know, oh boy, trust it. me, <laughs> trust me, I, I know how Andy feels on that because it's like, you know, I've had uh, we have a guy who plays with us who's from uh, Chicago, and he lives here going to school, but then in, during the summer he goes back up there, right. and I was like, you're a grade two, grade one competitive solo player, I was like, trust me, this fight major is going to approach you to come play with his band. You know, it's just the way it is. And I'm like, you're more than free to go. But, you know, luckily I've been able to retain him. He's like, no, this is where I'm at. This is the band. He's only ever played with two bands in his life, us and the, the band in Chicago. So, huh. you know, he's how, pretty, how you... <laughs> it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that nowadays, though. Yeah, you know, the loyalty, loyalty that way. Tough, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been approached by other bands. I'm just too lazy to travel yeah. for practice. Well, yeah, but this guy, <laughs> he lives in Chicago in the summer, so it wouldn't be that hard for him. Yeah. Like when, I've, still, when I have bands yeah. that are different grades approach me and they're like, oh, like you should come play with us. Like, uh, you know, practice, you can only come like once a month to practice, whatever. I'm like, yeah, but I still have to drive like five fucking hours each way. Like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't be wrong. Well, that sounds great and all, but uh, I got I got shit to do. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got in, in, uh, in Orlando, we've got two service bands. We've got a firefighter band and a, a police uh, sheriff's band. And uh, it used to be that we'd have like people that would like learn how to play the skill, and all of a sudden they leave and they join the the service band because they're allowed to play Amazing Grace with them or something, sure, you know. Yeah. And it's like they'll come to me a couple of years later, like, "Oh, I I don't know what's going on. I'm not getting any better." I'm like, "Well, what do you think? You know, you learn how to play the skill, and all of a sudden you're playing tunes. It's not how it works in the real world, you know." That's so we've had a couple of players come back, and uh, I've had to be like. I'm sorry, I gotta teach you how to play all over again almost, you know? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Definitely have that that's, experience. That's a thing, yeah, that happens a lot. Because, hey, I wanna learn to play bagpipes. Okay. Take lessons. They take lessons up until about a D throw, and maybe like now they have Amazing Grace and Scotland the Brave almost under their belt. And they're like, all right, I'm good, bye. That's all yep. I needed. Well, it's yeah. like, well, you're yep. playing those really horribly and you're out of tune, but bye. <laughs> well, like, it's like, you know, the like I hear from, you know, groups that like, people have left us to go play for that you know the, the atmosphere over there is my band's a competing band and therefore you're going to be forced to compete and that's couldn't be any further from the truth as far as i'm concerned my my band competes as a result of us 
practicing together, getting better. Right. Um, yeah. I, I could take a leap competition as far as that goes, because I, I still find it it's astounding to me. And um, working with um, the rock bands, all the guys in like the the fiddle player, the the drummer are like, how do you guys compete in music? You know, it's like it's a it's a very foreign subject to a lot of musicians like how do you compete it's all subjective it's highly I mean, subjective <laughs> you know i mean to a certain point grade five yeah are you playing your grace notes together yeah you know that kind of thing is your tone you know obviously in grade five you're gonna have guys who don't know how to blow a steady you know keep their tone steady and um that hopefully helps people progress but you know um for me it's like i just want to make really good music with the guys that are i'm i'm teaching I'm, I'm leading and if they want to compete that's up to them you know it's not up to me if the band competes i, I just you know it's a byproduct of the work that they put in and um luckily that's that's the reason why i think we're progressing you know i i did the thing spinning my wheels with them for years for about four years now and um you know i would get to a point where the band's about to go from grade five to grade four because i took it down to grade five when i took over i'm like we're starting over from from step one where these guys progress with my teaching program and we would get up to the point where we're about to go into grade four then all of a sudden three of my members leave so i i'm down to minimum numbers again mm -hmm. and to make a competition band work you have to have a little at least a couple more than minimum numbers because if someone's got to work that saturday oh. you know you're pretty much screwed you know and um well, this sounds... I mean, we're still dealing with that almost with the drummer situation. <laughs> yeah, this, but... this, this, this sounds exactly insanely familiar, <laughs> yeah. even though, yeah. even though well, it's like... thousands of miles away. Like, it's so much of the same thing of, like, okay, like, now yeah. we have to start over. Like, we need to, <laughs> we yeah. need to take it down to the very <laughs> basics. Yep. Every band goes through the same dynamics. And, you know, I've been in bands that, you know, have to start out. You know, uh, the police band I played with, we had to start out at grade five because we were a brand new band. But, I mean, our first competition we went out, we got above grade levels because the, the members that we have in the band are all grade one professional players, oh, wow. you know. And we tried, you know, we tried telling the games that, and I actually did that this past year with my band. I've got grade two or above solo players playing in the band. And I'm like, this isn't fair to the grade five bands we're going to be competing against. And they, you know, the association we're associated with uh, denied the, the upgrade. And so we went out this year and pretty much cleaned up. And I actually ended up getting an influx of players because of it, you know? So it, it's, it's, it's a weird dynamic how people, you, you can't figure out how people's brains work when it comes to these things, you know? Um, it's not, sometimes it's not technically the bigger, better deal of, you know, I get to go play with a grade one band. It's, well, there's a service band over here that I just have to show up at a gig and I'm good. You know, we go get drunk and we party and we're happy. Right. <clears throat> you know, yeah. it's not about progressing as a player, and that's even harder to contend with. You know, it's like you know, uh, you know, at the games, I'm not, I don't allow my members to drink before a contest, and because I've seen the ramifications of that, that there's a reason why that rule was enacted when I took over the band because guys were getting so shit faced, <laughs> and I'm like. How are we supposed to compete? I'm going to have to cut you, and then you're going to ask me why I'm cutting you. Yeah, you know, I I tried that once. Uh, that it was <laughs> fucking mutiny. <laughs> right. I tried. No, no I had no I had a rule no drinking before, like way back when. Five, well, geez, eight well, here's years the ago. thing. You know, the the way I see it is don't get, don't drink before a contest, just so you have your wits about you. And after the contest, it's all it's all free game at that point. You know, <laughs> luckily in grade five, you've got three hours before the con the day's over, you know, to go get <laughs> yeah, shit faced if you early. want to. You've got plenty of time to get shit faced. <laughs> I, I usually, depending, yeah, depending on the contest, I will usually accept like personally, I will have like 
I'll be okay with like a nip, like a like a nip of whiskey yeah. or a flask or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But like never like a like a full fucking drink. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a little, yeah, that, a little fine. to like kind of numb the tongue and get a little bit of the taste in your mouth is fine for me, and then I'll play. But like you know, loosen loosen yeah. up the fingers just a little bit. Yeah, well, there's there's that you know there's everyone's got their you know their 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 safety net as far as how they get ready for things you know. Yeah, I just have a sip like of scotch the, and choke and jerk off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty much. Um, you know, uh, if I play a Seven Nations gig sober, it's pretty pretty astounding. Um, that's just how I deal with playing that that music. It's, it's easier for me to you know drink playing that music. But when it comes to pipe band, you know, if they want to compete, you know, I'm serious. You know, if that's what you want to do. That's what we're here to do. You know, there's a job to be done. So I did, I will um, say when we were when we were over with Bally uh, Breast, I didn't drink before contest because mm-hmm. I thought Jason would kill me. Yeah, no like with the world and stuff. There was there was a rule. There was oh, a was rule. It? Yeah, it was. A, oh, there was an actual rule. Yeah, there um, yeah. When I was over there in 2012, so you know the band, the band. You know, I don't think I was sober the whole time I was there until the Friday night before the world. You know, the Friday night, no one drank. No, no one. Everyone went to bed early. We got up early, headed over to the field. We played. Then after that, it was straight to the beer tent. You oh. know, and you know, it was like I always laugh about you know about the, the march pass and stuff you know that takes like two or three hours and it's like no one's had to go to the bathroom yet so you see you we see were, someone kneeling in their kill you know what's going on we were absolutely <laughs> hammered during the march past yeah. the world's like 100 110 percent drunk oh yeah <laughs> yeah here's yeah. a funny here's a funny sidebar uh that um this has nothing to do with anything that you just talked about, Brad, other than it's the world. So we're, we're lined up for the March past, and we were pretty drunk by this point because we were done playing. <laughs> and I had that giant, ridiculous flask the whole trip. I don't know if you ever saw the pictures of that thing. So <clears throat> I had it stuffed into my vest, and, and we, were, you know, we were passing it around. We had whiskey in it and whatever. And Jason says to me, the pipe major says to me, he's like, you know, don't bring that in the don't bring that into the uh, walk pass so they don't see it. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) So I hide it under my vest. I'm like, fuck that. We're bringing that fucker in, man. (laughs) We're getting this on TV. Oh, we're getting it on TV. Absolutely. So (laughs) right as we're, we're doing the March pass, like I hit it. I don't know if he knew. Maybe he just pretended not to know. I don't actually, I I feel like we kind of got away with murder. Oh, we definitely Uh, with that band just because, (laughs) just because we made up their numbers. Like they, they, yeah, you guys are foreigners helping them out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're, doing the march pass and i intentionally sort of pull it out of my vest so it's visible like as we're going by because i know the tv is watching or whatever and um and i and if you look you can tell it's there but oh, it's you really can, hard to see it you, you know unless you know what it is you don't know what it is but i remember i had you my, can see it like i remember I, I kept getting i kept getting into it because i like i had brought only uh like brightly colored stupid fucking sunglasses for the entire trip so like bright red sunglasses and bright white sunglasses yeah and i remember like asking jason I was like hey like you know it's like can i wear my sunglasses during like these like march pass and things like that and he's like yeah but like you need to get some that aren't stupid colored just plain black <laughs> like you need to get like some plain black ones <laughs> to the pound shop robin so yeah we did that we bought black ones at the pound shop but yeah no uh and then we used that flask and many of many of the after the march pass when you stand there for hours waiting to hear what's going on oh god yeah that was that, fucking that forever came in, came in very handy yeah. But. Yeah, it's it's funny too when you when your band decides to go into that thing too because we were all like we were all hanging out in the tent. And we're like, should we go now? No, it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, oh, but yeah, it's like a fight. Like when fight they to actually go made last. everyone do this. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's going to be the last one out there? I don't know. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? I don't want to go. You want to go? Unless, so, you, unless yeah. you're like kind of think you have a chance at first, you're like, eh, fuck it. Who, I, found, I found yeah. the trick. We'll get there when we get there. The trick is definitely to uh, take your rain cape pouch and take the cape out and just put like cans of beer and flasks oh, yeah. and shit in there yeah. and then you'll, you'll be fine. You can last. <laughs> I, I think I had like two, yeah. two or three cans of beer and a flask. I, I, I could live there for another two days if I had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have camped just, out, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I would have just like if I got hungry, I'd just kill a tinder drummer and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Why a tinder drummer, man? Why not a drum major? A lot of those tend uh, to be pretty uh, tender. So there you go. <laughs> very, they're very tender meat because they don't get a lot of exercise playing. <laughs> yeah. They're also oh, man, now you're gonna get. Now I'm gonna get shit from te- uh, drum majors all oh, the time. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I think that was. I think that's one of the few groups we haven't pissed off. So. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, I have some ideas to go after them to, to piss off drum majors. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, Brad, question for you: Cons- Considering the competition pipe band world in the uh, say the grade one arena, do you have a f- oh. uh, favorite band? You know, musically or whatever, whatever floats your boat. Oh. Who gives you um, who gives you a three quarter chub and who gives you a full chub? <laughs> I'd say, well, even though they've driven, they've dropped off recently. Uh, SFU was the first band that I ever really like was into, you know, they, they really inspired me, you know, cause they actually won the world's the year I started learning how to play. And, um, that was the first time they won. And then they repeated the next year. What year and was that? I remember, uh, 95. Okay. Those, so those then they repeated are, 96. Those guys are absolute pros, man. They've got fucking just ice cold maple syrup running through their veins. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And I'm actually um, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Adam Quinn. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if you guys know who that is. But, I know who he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you tell me stories about playing with those guys. And, you know, just their, to me, their organization, as far as how they run everything up there, is just so professional, you know, that every band could take, even UK bands could take a, a page from, from them as far as how they run things, you know. Oh, absolutely. So they've been we've, very good. We've been working with uh, Jack with the mm-hmm. band the band that shall not be named we've been working with him yeah. just for a little while now and like having kind of a look into how they organize and how they do how they teach is it's no wonder they're so good <laughs> yeah yeah well and the thing like i remember reading uh, an interview with i think it was either jack or terry years ago uh, for pipes and drums when it was actually a, an actual magazine um you mean back when the association that, did something useful <laughs> well, this wasn't the association. This was Pipes Drums. Oh, Pipes Drums. Sorry, com. I mixed them up. Sorry. Yeah, they when they actually when they actually had the paper magazine, um, they used to they had a is either it had to have been Jack or Terry, but they were talking about their time, um, how they organized everything and how it came to be. You know, it took it seems like it took a lot of years, and they developed themselves as far as how they ran things. Doing that, um, you know, the Lee the Lee legacy that will continue with that band. You know what. You know, Jack and Terry are pretty much the best tone producers, manipulators probably exist, you know, and um, they have been able to pass that down to their kids, you know, and it'll stay within the band. So that band will always have that with them. Um, And they've been able to, you know, the fact that they were able to establish it so well with a group like that. Well, and they're, I mean, it's oh. just like even even just watching watching him with like some of our newer players. I mean, you can tell they've cranked out good players for the past mm-hmm. twenty years. Like they got a method. It's like here's here's what you're doing wrong. Years. This has been like forty. Well, yeah. The other thing too is you got to right? think of all the bands. Yeah, absolutely. 
all the bands that have spawned from them, from players that they've taught, you know, that go on to, you know, for, you know, like, um, I think, I believe, uh, like the band up in Portland, Oregon, the grade two band up there. I believe there's a lot of players that came to that program, you know, um, trying to think, you know, uh, you know, Triumph Street is a byproduct of, uh, Simon Fraser. Yeah. Um, of course, all David the Hilder was the RMM stuff. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, all the players had to go through that system, but then like, because it's a college, you know, they get their degree and then they move somewhere else. They get hired somewhere else and they go off and form another band somewhere else. Like, uh, you know, New York Metro is a byproduct of um, Simon Fraser's program because uh, nice. Matthew Walsh, you know, went there. So what, stuff, so, so what you're telling us is that the Lee brothers give you the biggest boner for their uh, yeah, contrib- contributions yeah, to bagpipes? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. From, from what I've seen in my piping career, you know, they were the... They were the mainstays. So, so what he's saying is one one Lee brother for him is a full on erection, <laughs> and two Lee brothers is a you know it's a nocturnal emission really. <laughs> also, why why did none of us name our metal bands nocturnal emission? That would be a great name for a band. So I don't know. I don't know if we we have to. I realize this far too late. What's that? But we have to send uh, Brad the sheet music for our tune. Someone wrote us a jig. Oh yeah, we should we should put oh, him okay. on the spot on the air so that way he can't say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll put him on the spot on the air to <laughs> you know just because we do. We have been told recently that we need a theme song so that we stop using other people's musics and yeah. don't and don't, and don't get, get sued, sued. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's so many possibilities of getting sued with this show so so, so <laughs> i guess i guess the question is how how many uh cases of scotch do we need to send seven nations to get them to record the chanarant theme song Intro. that we'll use that we'll use in perpetuity forever for the rest of this soon-to-be-famous broadcast. And I and just to throw a little sweetener into the pot, I've been known to offer blowjobs for good reads. I might be willing to throw in a few blowjobs for, uh, I, I, th- I think for Seven Nations, you need like <laughs> you need to throw in some blowjobs and a little stinky pinky. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear Kirk likes that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. he's not coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to come talk to you guys on the show, but then you made a joke about stick your pinky, my asshole. So, uh, damn it, damn it! I knew I went too far. That's, that's... how do I explain this to Kirk? The offer yeah. that he was just given. Yeah. Uh, also, could you record it and send it to? <laughs> could you, could you just record his reaction and send it to? I'll, me? I'll record his reaction while I'm playing the tune while he's having the reaction. <laughs> that would so be amazing. Go. That would be amazing. I will send you the sheet music. The, yeah, uh, <laughs> we can have we can have the official we can have the official Chanarant theme song. That would be amazing. Yeah. That that would be awesome. Yeah. So so what you're saying is you agree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that silence cool tells that. us everything we need to He's know. Like you son of a bitch. Is this where I enact blueberry pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> that's that's actually perfect that's perfect timing for blueberry pancakes because we have to we have to let Brad go. Brad, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I hope to see you guys again soon. Um it was great having you out on the West Coast yeah. for sure, brother. I'm hoping you will Yeah, definitely, come on. man. We're I'm hoping you'll come on the show again as well if you Oh yeah, man. Um I actually like Kirk know that you guys were interested in having him on as well and Hell yeah. You guys oh, can yeah. talk to him about how unserious he is about his piping. So there you go. <laughs> we'll we'll whip him well, into shape for dude, you. I got a whole notebook. <laughs> I got a whole page in my notebook full of jokes to throw at him I, like I, I may have 
<laughs> I may have a whole lot of extra time. I might might not be playing with Seven Nations after that, so I can come out and play with the Las Vegas fan. Then. Yeah, come come out come out and uh, play with us after you get inadvertently fired for propositioning Kirk. <laughs> yeah, uh, our music is very simple. That's great, it'll, man. It'll be easy. Well, hey, brother, it was great talking to you. Uh, good luck with your too, tours, man. and uh, let's talk again soon, man. All right, sounds good. All right, bye. Well, that was that was uh, our good friend Brad from Seven Nations, dude. What a guy! He is our good friend now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the fact that he even agreed to come on the show is hilarious. That's to me. a good start, anyway. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that'll be the best we can do. I have I have so many more questions for him, but we'll get him on another uh, again another time. Yeah, definitely. I've got plenty of insulting half questions <laughs> to throw his way. Well, that, that, that's that's the chain of rant way: is you uh, hook him in with something that seems innocuous, and then <laughs> immediately donkey punch them with something that's horrible. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Give him a good angry dragon right in the face. Angry dragon right in the face. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you all for listening to this very fun and special episode of the Chain of Rant Podcast. We were happy to have our good friend Brad on from Seven Nations. If you have not listened, to and Seven Rosie Nations, O'Grady and and Rosie O'Grady. If you don't listen to Seven Nations, uh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, get it together, fuck nuts. Get on the internet, um, look up Seven Nations. They're one of the most ass-kickinest Celtic <laughs> rock bands that is currently pissing off bagpipers and Kaylee bands alike. Absolutely. And the only problem is, when you look up Seven Nations, you're going to get a lot of sh- bullshit about Seven Nations Army. It's a shit song, let's get over it oh, already. Wh- you're, you're bitter. Are you, I'm are bitter. You Seven Nations is better. Just so if they if they cover <laughs> if Seven Nations covered Seven Nation Army, would you be okay with it? Okay, that might that be would, cool. That'll be, all right. <laughs> that'll be after they're done recording the Chanarant theme song. Yes, let's get let's get that done first. Yeah. Boys. So so uh, yeah, if you're not if you're not following Seven Nations, please check them out on Damn all it. of you know the internet, all the social medias, all that stuff, and definitely pester them to uh, follow through and make that Chanarant theme song because yeah, like, we need we need all six of our fans to really <laughs> bug them with us. Yes, please send them notes and if if you need uh, Brad's phone number and you want to call him directly and yeah, ask for that, yeah. we we're have gonna, it. We're going to tweet that out later. Yeah, we'll tweet that out and ev- everybody can call him. We'll tweet out his personal <laughs> phone number. Why not? Is it? Do you think it was fun to talk to someone who has more members in their band than we have fans of this show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's great, yeah. right? I mean, it's a nice perspective to if, know what it's like to have a lot of... If every member of Seven Nations became a fan of Chanarant, we'd double our listenership immediately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'd, yeah go from, right. we'd go from six to 12. How many people are in that band? Five? Uh, I'm assuming like 15. I don't fucking know. They, Fuck. they they all look the same, and they walk across stage a lot, so it's like it's like a herd of zebra. I can't really keep track. <laughs> but they're good either way. Yeah, fantastic guys. Whoever's in the band, we don't know, but great music. Um, that's that's all for our show today. Uh, don't forget to, you know, like us on the face space, send us tweeters, uh, DM us nudes on Instagram. I don't have Snapchat or know how to work it very well, so don't bother with that. And plus goes on Tinder, so you yeah. can find him there. Send me dick pics on Tinder. Yeah, especially dick pics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You can follow us everywhere at Channerant. <laughs> Join in the conversation with hashtag Channerant to let us know you are one of the six. And as always, I'm Josh. This is Andy. And we'll see you all next week. Have a good one, motherfuckers. Salud.
Christ. It actually goes well with this IPA. Because they both taste like vomit. The IPA is shit too? No, I mean it's good, but IPAs are very bitter and... We're definitely going to pick out the sound of you pissing on this recording. Fusco, if you gotta pee, don't do it in front of me. There's a curtain after all. Oh, Fusco, pinch it off when you're done. Recording podcast is so fun with my urinating friend, Andy Fusco. Today.